Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the J&J Podcast from San Antonio. And as always, I am your host, and today I want to talk about something that happened last week. And it is the WWE going uh, TV 14. So, me, Richard, and Roland, we're, we're big wrestling fans. So I think this is appropriate for... You know, for me to say, like, what do what do I think about this? What do I think about uh, WWE going TV 14 once again? Uh, right off the bat, I will say that when it comes to the women, I don't think it's going to be like the days of Tori Wilson and Stacey Keebler. Uh, meaning that there's not going to be like any bikini contests or there's going to be any, you know, uh, compromising positions, you know, where that you know how they use the or the divas how they say the divas back then uh very you know very sexualized and everything i don't i don't think it is gonna happen for starters i don't think it is gonna happen but what i do think it's going to happen is that i think the promos are gonna be a lot more how would say more aggressive than now and I think that the matches may be a little bit more brutal, like how it was, you know, but dealing with blood, in other words. And what I think about that is that is that back in, and ironically, this was July 22nd of 2008, where WWE just went full on PG. And it just uh, took its time. It really did. It took its time. And I remember back 2008 where it was after uh, SummerSlam where they had the uh, theme music. And I remember uh, each pay-per-view or each event had its own theme music. And for Unforgiven 2008 had Motorhead, Rock Out, uh, No Mercy 2008 had... Uh, Metallica's All Nightmare Long, uh, ACDC with Survivor Series, and then uh, you had uh, Armageddon in 2008 with uh, Guns N' Roses' Chinese Democracy. So, and I was like, okay, I mean, these were like so many, you know, uh, those four months, you know, from September to December, the those theme musics were like, okay, hey, that's fine. And then that's when everything changed in 2009. That's when everything changed. Not for the better, but for the worst. You know, now they started infusing hip-hop into the pay-per-views now. The first one was, uh, was it the Royal Rumble 2009? Where you had Let It Rock by Kevin Rudolph and Lil Wayne for Royal Rumble. And then you also had, for WrestleMania, you had, uh, again, Kevin Rudolph, Lil Wayne, I Made It from WrestleMania 2026. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Was it? No. I think it was 26. Well, yeah, it was 26. And in WrestleMania 2005... I'm sorry, 2009, I'm sorry, the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania, WrestleMania 25, which 
honestly, that's like a long forgotten one, honestly. Like nobody remembers WrestleMania 2025. Uh, nobody remembers that. And that's Dan that that's a darn shame. That's twenty five years of WrestleMania. And they had Kid Rock. Which that was a really awful poor decision and performance. I would say because yeah the date yeah, because it just went full on TV PG, it was more family friendly now, and for for years since you know for about I would say let me see it's for about fourteen years already, it's for fourteen years, fourteen thirteen years thirteen fourteen years it's been TV PG and it's. It's just been horrible. It's just been awful. They literally had some good years. I'm not gonna lie, like 2014, that was like the one good year WWE had, which that was that was indeed fun. But after that, it, it has not. It, it hasn't been the same since 2014 with Daniel Bryan and the Yes Movement. So. And, you know, we just got used to it. You know, we just got used to it until now recently. Uh, Vince McMahon has been accused of these sexual allegations, this, you know, paying off not only an employee, but also former divas as well. And he had to step down. He's been appearing on Monday Night Raw. He's been appearing on SmackDown. And how ironic that he steps down and then everything changes for like, okay, we're going to be TV 14. I'm like, okay, well, what are you going to do? It's like I just said, one, you're not going to have the women perform in, you know, in thong bikinis. That's a no. I can tell you right now, that is a no. But secondly, I will say that if the wrestlers bleed, if they bleed, and I'm using the term wrestlers because I'm allowed to, if they bleed in the ring, let them bleed. It entices the action. And I remember back, uh, back then when a rest, uh, some you know a wrestler would bleed, they were to get busted open on accident. They'd have to stop the match and clean the blood. Which that was a real bummer. You know, that was like, oh my gosh, you're stopping the flow of the match. You know, you're, I mean, what are you doing? You know, and it's because, you know, it's like I said, it's more family friendly. There's more children, you know, in the audience or more kids in the audience. You know, they love John Cena because he's big match John. He's this era's Hulk Hogan. And I think that's what WWE tried to do. Like, try to go back to the mid 80s early 90s where you had Hulk Hogan like Hulk Hogan was everywhere like kids loved Hulk Hogan Hulk Hogan was the man you know and ever since uh, Bash at the Beach and WCW well we all know how that happened but they wanted to make John Cena you know the next Hulk Hogan which they succeeded but now look you know and everything like look you know you look at John Cena you know he's making movies he's you know doing this you know it's the same as Hulk Hogan and I, and I can't say it's like The Rock because The Rock was Attitude Era and Ruthless Aggression Era partially. So really, it's like I can't say that The Rock doesn't count, but I got to say that, you know, The Rock 
had a hell of a career and he's making a you know he's making you know tons of notoriety with the movies but he's still Dwayne Johnson to me will always be the rock no matter what I still call him the rock I still because I grew up watching the rock so anyway you have John Cena who's like you know the poster boy the you know the face of the franchise the face of WWE like I mentioned, he was the Hulk Hogan of the TVPG era, or they call Big Match John, as now I just recently found out he's Big Match John. So now, what do you, what do I think with the TV14? Well, what I think, and I could be wrong, but probably, maybe John Cena may turn heel once again. For those who are too young to remember that John Cena was once a heel. He was a heel for an entire year. He was a heel from September 2002 to November 2003. He was he was a he was a heel. He was the doctor of thugonomics. He you know that's where he was the you know when he was the rapper, but he was a heel rapper. And he fought Undertaker in Vengeance 2003, he fought Brock Lesnar at Backlash 2003. Uh, he he had a lot of infamous battles, you know, and also he fought Kurt Angle again, you know, a year later. And this time it was a different circumstance, you know. And and that's what was cool about it with WWE is that like, okay, they they fought before, but yet it's a different scenario. Like when John Cena first debuted, he was a face, you know, back 20 years ago. That John Cena was a face, Kurt Angle was a heel. That was 2002. One year later, 2003, John Cena was a face. And now he was a heel. Oh, no, my apologies. No, no. he It was still the same. It was, no, no, I was right. No, Kurt Angle was the face and John Cena was the heel. I was right. I was right the first time. Yeah, that John Cena was the heel and Kurt Angle was the face now. And Kurt Angle, I think he won... Or John Cena won. I, I have to look this up because I remember. Because I'm trying to do verbatim. I'm trying to remember. But yeah, and that's what happened. So really, it's not really much the same matches over and over again. It's like yeah, it's they fought before, but under different circumstances. Like I said, John Cena was a face. Kurt Angle was a heel. Two thousand two, two thousand three. John Cena was the heel, and Kurt Angle was the face. So after that, Kurt Angle kind of convinced John Cena, like, hey, join Team Angle because it was Brock Lesnar and the Monstars. You know, it's Survivor Series, so that's when John Cena turned face, and he's been a face ever since uh, Survivor Series 2003, where John Cena's just been the face, you know, and everything. So, he may turn heel. I think so. I, I'm, I could be wrong, but if you want the ratings, and you want to spit in the face of all the little kids out there who love John Cena, who shattered, you know, the hearts of, you know, families, you know, moms and dads, you know. History has a funny way of repeating itself. You know, look what happened with Hulk Hogan. But the thing is with Hulk Hogan is that there was a lot of people that just got sick of him. You know, he got sick of being the face, you know. Yeah, you know, he was being constantly booed and he was like, well, well, what's the deal? You know, like, hey, Hulk Hogan was like, well, well, what's going on? He's being booed, you know, and everything. He goes to WCW, he be, you know, it's still the boos continue and, 
And it's like, oh, you know what? Screw this. That's when he turned heel. And Hogan turned heel at Bash at the Beach. And he says, well, you call this the New World Order, brother. You know, and <clears throat> that's where it's like people still believe, you know, people can just ride along with it. You know, like, okay, Hogan's a heel. All right, it's so cool now because Hogan's a bad guy now. He's with the NWO now. Versus there's some people that they really do hold on to that precious memory of like, well, Hogan was the, you know, he was a good guy. You know, there's people like, well, why are you booing this man? You know, why? You know, and it's like because people, just, you know, there's some fans that just got sick of Hogan being the good guy all the time that he was like, okay, well, I'm tired of this. I want to be the bad guy now. Now he's the bad guy. Now he's, you know. There's some people that, yeah, like they'll, they'll, you know, they're like, okay, they're gonna go along with it. Versus people that are, that are still like, they're still, they're still like pissed off, all these years. That yeah, like Hulk Hogan turned heel, and it just really broke a lot of people's hearts. You know, a lot of family, a lot of kids. You know, so <clears throat> really, like. Is this a chance that WWE is willing to take? You think John Cena is going to turn heel? Uh, we've been saying for years, you know, since, you know, like I said, you know, back in 2010, you know, 2009, 2010, 2011, you know, John Cena is going to turn heel. But then you have CM Punk at the time. And it's like, okay, well, we like CM Punk now, you know, screw John Cena, you know, Cena sucks, you know, CM Punk, Cena sucks, you know, we... You know, we just went along with it, you know, because like, okay, now finally we have somebody, you know, the voice of the voiceless, which is CM Punk back in 2011. You know, it's like, hey, screw John Cena, you know, this is our guy, you know, CM Punk is our guy now because he spoke the truth, you know, he went on stage and, you know, he aired his grievance, you know, he, you know, said what was wrong, what was up. You know, and everything. And I think that's why, you know, now I'm kind of remembering when he says, you know why Vince McMahon is not a billionaire, he's a millionaire and everything. And then that's when they cut off his microphone. I think it was because of the bribes that he did to these former divas to all this. So now it all makes sense now. And now, you know, with, with CM Punk is like CM Punk was right. I mean, of course he is. I mean, why would you doubt CM Punk? So now, we're here in the now. We're here 11 years later, 2022, CM Punk was right. Why isn't, C why isn't Vince McMahon a billionaire? Why is he a millionaire? Yep, now we know. Now we know. And the whole budget cuts and everything. I mean, don't lie to me and don't lie about all that. We, now we know what's going on. Now we know what's up. So, in that case, how can we boost everything back up? Okay, Vince McMahon stepped down as one of the, you know, he stepped down as the CEO. He, he stepped down. So, now... Monday Night Raw is now TV fourteen now. Now now it's now it's that. 
So that's where I'm like, okay, we just waited for Vince Man to like just step down so we can like go back to the way it was. That's kind of you know that's something to think about. Like, okay, Vince McMahon's now being investigated, and WWE's going TV 14 again. Like, okay, that's a very odd coincidence that that's happening. You know, that's that's really uh, like, okay, why now? Yeah, exactly. Why now? Why are they going TV 14 right now that Vince McMahon is being investigated for these uh, sexual allegations? You know. So, you go to U14, you may get the ratings, okay, you may get the people, but, it's like I just mentioned, make John Cena turn heel. It's a big risk, like I said, it's gonna be the Hulk Hogan deal all over again in Bash at the Beach, it's gonna be another Hulk Hogan deal where it's like, fans may love it, but a lot of fans may hate it. Is that the risk that they're gonna? Is that the risk they're willing to take? I would say, well, go for it. I would say, do that. Like, go for it. You know, and really, we'll see how that goes. Like, if John Cena like shows up at SummerSlam and turns heel, uh, and then what are we going to do? Monday Night Raw. We're going to find out what happens. You know, like, oh, so, like, that that would be a good strategy right there. Like, hey, we want the ratings. We're like, we want to hear John Cena's explanation. Why did he do what he did at SummerSlam? Whatever, whatever. You know, people will watch. The ratings will go through the roof. You know, that's why we're like, okay, we have TV 14. We have a heel John Cena. Are we gonna have a we're gonna have a first blood match? Great! I'm all for it. We're gonna have hardcore again, you know, hardcore match, a hardcore street fight. You know. Extreme rules sounds stupid. I would say hardcore again. I know it does sound a bit, you know, but that's how it was, you know. I'm like, oh hardcore, hardcore. Yeah, it's extreme rules now. But I liked extreme rules when it was a, when it was its own uh I guess it was its own pay-per-view. I remember 2007 it was its own pay-per-view, but it worked at the time. So after that, you know, I think we should, you know, just uh, that's the wrong thing to say. I would say just go for it. Just go for broke. Do do what they have to do. You know, even if it means... Uh, and it's, it's crazy, though, that uh, I was watching this the other night where it was Edge and Lita. You know, the whole having, you know, having sex, you know, in the ring. Um, if... If there's uh, Carmella and Corey Graves, are they? If they're gonna do that, then ratings are gonna go down. <laughs> like I'm sorry, but like, oh my god! And this was 2006 when Edge and Lita did that—the live sex celebration. I I was 17 at the time. I was 17. Now I was like, they're not going to do that. They're, they're not going to go for it. And, you know, sure enough, they didn't because here comes John Cena. You know, back when John Cena was... Oh, when it was okay to root for John Cena. 
back then was like good because nobody wanted to see that mess. I mean, we want to see Lita, but we don't want to see Edge. And I remember when Triple H just made fun of him and just like destroyed Edge, where it was like, you know. But anyway, that's another story for another time. But but yeah, um, yeah, nobody, nobody. I mean, we'll see Carmella, but we ain't gonna see Corey Graves. Oh, you know, <laughs> we're not gonna see that. But. If they're, but if they want to get the ratings, I mean, but the thing is, like I said, I don't think that's going to happen. Like, I don't think, you know, we're going to have Carmella or Natalia parade, you know, parade around in the ring when, you know, in, in thong bikinis, you know, we're not going to see that because there was something that happened. It was after the, was it the women's revolution pay-per-view where it was an all women's pay-per-view and then I don't know what happened. If I remember that that something had happened, I think I don't know if it was Alexa Bliss where she was caught putting on her top or some. There was there was a lot of things you know that they were teasing, and then all of a sudden uh, somebody came out and said that well this kind of set the women women you know back to uh, the year two thousand. I forgot what it was, but I remember that, yeah, because they did the whole Divas, you know, evolution, you know, everything, how this, you know, these, uh, you know, this pay-per-view, it meant a lot, you know, for like, for these women to be respected through, you know, instead of just being eye candy, instead of being like, okay, here comes Trish, like, wow, you know, and then. Oh my gosh! It's Tori Wilson and Stacy Keebler. Wow, they're gonna they're gonna have a bikini, they're gonna have a swim uh, bikini contest, and after that they're gonna they're gonna beat the crap out of each other, you know. And to me, that you know, saying it now, it seems it feels kind of wrong to say that now because now there is like, like I said, it's it's just been you know like trash TV versus now, where it's like yeah, you can't. You know, you can't do that. Maybe with the matches, it'll be bloody. Or the promos, you know, you, you know, you, you know, probably they say, you son of a bitch, you know, and all this and that, you know, uh, you know, how Chris Jericho used to do it, you know, back then. But if this is a way to compete with AEW, don't just make it your own deal. You know, I would say with WWE, just make it your own deal. If you have to turn John Cena heel, if you have to go for it. Like I said, it's a big risk. It, it's it's a big risk to to do that because you're gonna deal with the whole Hulk Hogan situation. And and then that and look, that's what it's. That's what I'm saying. History has a way of repeating itself. Where it's like Hulk Hogan was, like I said, he was the the face of the fan tra- uh, franchise. He was the face. Of the W, you know, in the WWF, in the Federation back then, in the mid '80s, late '80s, early '90s, mid '90s, he was he was the face until you know, Bash at the Beach. Like you know, I in the Hulk Hogan interview, he's like, well, you know, I'm tired of being booed. You know, I'll give you something to boo. You know, I'll, you know, hey, you're gonna boo me. What did I do? I'm, you know, I'll make, you know, I'll give you something to boo for. You know, Hulk Hogan turns heel. Trash in the ring, you know, cups, souvenirs. There, uh, people were actually returning Hulk Hogan T-shirts and merchandise, demanding their refunds. 
all because you know Hulk Hogan turned heel and it broke a lot of people's hearts you know a lot of family a lot of kids it broke a lot of people's hearts and then there's of course the teenage generation where it's like yeah we don't want to you know we don't want this old guy telling us to say your prayers or do our homework and take our vitamins. I mean, that sucks. You know, all that sucks. You know, so that's why we're headed. You know, that's why we headed into the uh, to this the Monday Night Wars. You know, the Attitude Era, the teenage Spring Breakers, uh, new metal crowd, which I was a part of back then, 1997, 1998. I was I was in the middle of it. You know, like oh shoot, you know. WCW or WWF, you know, uh, take your pick. You know, I mean, it was great to just be in the middle of it. It was just, you know, just being, you know, surrounded by just like the wrestling. And then, of course, like the entertainment value was through the roof. And this goes, oh, don't forget, we have wrestling. Okay, yeah, we're going to have Sting beat the crap out of Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that was awesome. Starcade 97, dude. So. You know, you have all that. See, that's why it's like, well, can we have that back? I want that back. You know, I want, but of course, we're going into the, you know, heading more and more into the future. And it's like, yeah, uh, is it going to be offensive? Well, John Cena beat turning heel is going to be like offensive enough. <laughs> uh, but yes, I. But yeah, I can tell you firsthand, you know, there was a lot of people, you know, like we were, we were just drowning in just this cesspool of, you know, like WCW versus, you know, WWF, you know, the Monday Night Wars, the Attitude Era, you know, you had corn, you had Slipknot, you know, you had Limp Biscuit, you know, it was just, it was just swirling, you know, and like I said, I was in the middle of it, you know, 1997, 1998, 1999, you know, that's where things were just so, you know, that was us, you know, and I would say that I was, you know, 8, 9, 10 years old, 11 years old, and all that was happening you know and it was great you know i gotta say that i'm glad i was a part of it because i mean like those are the days i i clam for you know those are the days that i want you know it's like hey you know uh wrestlemania maybe have slipknot's new album that's coming out pretty soon you know have it as the theme song for wrestlemania do it you know Go for it. What are you waiting for? You know, and, you know, just just go. Just go forth on that. And like I mentioned, it was TV 14 back then. It was TV 14. We, you know, we never cared for the rating. We just watched. You know, we never, we never gave a damn. You know, Stone Cold giving the finger to Vince McMahon. Sable had handprints on her breasts. Uh, WCW had the Nitro Girls. Then you had the NWO just destroying everybody. You know, they even rammed Rey Mysterio's head through a trailer. Yes, that happened where it was so bad that the people in the surrounding area called the cops because it was a, they thought it was a gang fight. And it turns out it was like, no, 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 this, 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 no, this was all set up. You know, that the NWO was, you know, they're the bad guys and they're destroying the WCW guys. So that's how great it was. So can we have that back? Maybe not. You know, as like I said, we're in the future right now. 
Shoot, even then, this was 2003. Shoot, even the Katie Vick thing is still offensive right now. <laughs> I was like, you think that things were bad? You're like, okay, 2000, October 2003, Katie Vick. That's all I gotta say. Just you know, that's that's all. It was I when I was watching, I'm like, what's going on? You know, oh, it's Triple H and he's in a cane mask and. He's on top of this mannequin. And it was it was it was in poor taste, you know, I gotta say it was it was in poor taste. But other than that, like why do I remember that? Because it was memorable. If you ask me what happened like two Mondays ago or SmackDown, I, I can't tell you because it's so forgettable. You know, not remembering things from, like, shoot, 97, 98, 99. Like, you just tell me, like, dude, Sting versus Hogan. Oh, yeah, Starcade 97, first encounter. Yeah. Remember when Goldberg speared Bret Hart were to the point where Bret Hart was paralyzed? Yeah, I remember that. You know, the uh, Stone Cold in the beer truck. Yeah, where he sprayed down Vincent Shane. Yeah, we remember that. What do we remember from... Uh, from Money in the Bank. Exactly. I'm sorry, but uh, oh, sorry. Liv Morgan winning the Money in the Bank. That, like that was it. And like, oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That sucks though. <laughs> it's like it's like, um, Liv Morgan winning, and no, that was it. Like she cashed in, and that was it. That was like that. That was like that's all you needed. Like the rest of this matches just sucked. See, and that's the thing. Like, oh, got it. What do we remember from WrestleMania this past year? Exactly. I I'm drawing a blank. I can't. Uh, I can't tell you what happened at WrestleMania this past year because I don't remember. I remember it happening, but I just don't remember the matches that took place. That's kind of sad, though, when you don't remember. Like, okay, it happened, but do you remember? I don't remember a damn thing. What do I remember from WrestleMania? Oh, WrestleMania 17, 2001. Rock and Hogan. Awesome. That's where, uh, you know, where, you know, Stone Cold sold his soul to Vince McMahon. I mean, yes. Uh, WrestleMania 18, Rock and Hulk Hogan, the icon versus icon. WrestleMania 19, my favorite WrestleMania. All the matches, <laughs> it was like all of them. Uh, Rey Mysterio, Matt Hardy, the uh, tag team match with uh, Rhino and Chris Benoit. Yes, right, I said Chris Benoit, what you gonna do? Uh, Los Guerreros, you know, Eddie and Chavo versus uh, Team Angle with Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas. And you had the triple threat women's match with Trish, Victoria, and Jazz. Where Trish ended up winning. That was great. Then you had, uh, was again, the battle in Seattle. Hulk Hogan uh, Vince, uh, versus uh, Vince McMahon. Stone Cold and Rock 3. The main event, Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle. That was the main event. You'd think that the main event would have been uh, Hulk Hogan and, and Vince McMahon. No, the main event, the last match of the night was uh, Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. 
And this was back in 2003. And I remember this. That's how great it was back then. What do I think about right now's WrestleMania? I don't know. Last year's WrestleMania. It was in the Performance Center. That I remember. But I don't remember the matches because of... uh... No, hold on. No, that was 2020. Uh, see, so I don't really see, so I'm confused at all this, because I'm like, okay, what happened, what, I, I don't know, I just remember WrestleMania was in the Performance Center, and I don't, I don't even know what the hell happened, uh, rest, uh, then WrestleMania last year, I don't remember, I just remember it went back to Florida, and now I remember, and this WrestleMania, I, I don't remember, Yeah, that that's how bad it is. That's how, that's how bad. I just know Stone Cold was involved. I just know that. Uh, WrestleMania, uh, two thousand nineteen. I don't remember. WrestleMania two thousand eighteen. I don't remember. Uh, WrestleMania thirty three. Uh, Rock. Uh, Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker. I remember that because uh, 2017, the Royal Rumble was here in San Antonio, so I was watch. You know, so we had. So I watched what happened at rest. You know, WrestleMania 33, and it was on the WWE Network at the time, which I miss the WWE Network. I really do, and you know, it all depends on which WrestleMania. Like there, there's like WrestleManias right now that they're just you know rem- memorable versus some. And like, as like I'm saying, like back then it was TV14, but we didn't care about the ratings until we found out like okay this was TV14. We remember like we re- like remember make it good. You know it doesn't matter how, but just make it good. You know like I remember like from stuff from 2001, 2002, 2003. Like I remember all that because it was memorable, you know. The matches were like okay, they stuck to your brain, you know. Because I have a very high knowledge of wrestling. Roland as well. He has a very. We have very high knowledge of wrestling, and that's why I'm like, okay, what what does this mean going forward with TV14? Are you gonna make things memorable? That's what I care about. Like, are you gonna make SummerSlam memorable? Are you going to make SummerSlam, you know, like, okay, uh, make us watch it so we can remember this down the line. You know, make John Cena turn heel at SummerSlam. I can remember that. I'm like, that was a big deal. (laughs) You know, that was a a big freaking deal. So, you you know, if you're going to go TV 14, my thoughts are do what you have to do. It's just plain and simple. I said, do what you have to do. And I think it's very coincidental that Vince McMahon is being, you know, uh, you know, these uh, sexual allegations are up for, for Vince McMahon. And it's kind of ironic that, okay, he's gone. And now uh, WWE just went TV 14 all of a sudden. That's a that that's like okay like yeah you just waited for him to step down and all of a sudden boom there it goes, and really, I have a, I have a lot you know a very lot a lot to say about this, you know that's why it's like if you want to go TV fourteen, 
do it, but make it memorable. Make it so that we can talk about this, you know, years down the line. You know, don't just be like a one-trick pony. Like, oh, we're going to do TV14. Yeah, we're going to go back to TVPG. It's not... And another thing to make Raw back to two hours. That's what's causing the issues. That's why, you know, people get fatigued. You know, people get tired. You know, if you're doing this for the kids, you know the kids have bedtimes. Is that, That's why nobody thinks about these things. If you want to do Monday Night Raw, do Monday Night Raw from 7 to 9 like you do SmackDown. Or, or when it was the other time, 8 to 10. You know... That's a simple solution. That that I would say go for it. Do that. But other than that. It's like I said. If you want to go TV 14. Do what you got to do. But just make it memorable. Make a good decision. You know. And of course these writers that the WWE has. I'm sorry. Excuse me. But they don't know shit about wrestling. They don't know shit. I'm sorry. But it's the truth. You know, they have these so-called quote-unquote writers that, oh, what would make a good, you know, like, you know what? You suck. It wasn't like back then where it was like, yeah, like the storylines were great. You know, what led up to this? What led- Now it's more like you, you, uh, whatever this pay-per-view, yeah, just, yeah. Like, no. It was like, remember Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle was like, yeah, the uh, Kurt Angle was the current WWE champion in 2003, and then uh, Brock Lesnar wins the 2003 Royal Rumble. So he's going to face Kurt Angle at WrestleMania uh, 19. And it's like, well, they both have both similar backgrounds in amateur wrestling. Uh, Kurt Angle... Of course, he's a gold medalist. You know, he won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck at, you know, in the Olympics. Brock Lesnar was an NCAA, you know, wrestling champion. So, really, they had similar backgrounds. See, and that's why it was important. Like, why was this important? Because it was. You know, because it was. You look at the tails of the tape like, okay, this is going to be a good match. A good, you know, a good memorable match. Like, okay, like let's have Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar. They both have similar backgrounds. Maybe this can work. Yes. Oh, okay. And look how good it was in 2003. Look how great it was. You look at it right now and it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to have uh, Roman Reigns uh, be a uh, champion for, for, for 700 days. Honestly, that's stupid. Has he defended the title? No. When was the last time he defended the title? You know, quite honestly, I don't even remember because that, that's that's shit. I'm sorry. That's, you know, uh, that's, yeah, that's how bad it is. You know, people remember, great, good, you know, good for you. But for me, that has a high knowledge of wrestling, that I've been watching wrestling for 20 Four years. Everything. I watched WWE, Ring of Honor, uh, TNA Impact, uh, uh, AAA, you know, Mexican Wrestling. You know, 
everything. Lucha Underground. I watched, you know, every single, even AEW right now. I watched every single wrestling because that, you know, I eat, sleep, and breathe wrestling, you know. And I wanted to become a wrestler. But, of course, due to circumstances, you know, I can't. But I just know that I have a very vast knowledge of wrestling. I watch the old pay-per-views. I watch the old DVDs, you know, that I have. You know, just like, yeah, remember this, remember that. Of course I remember. I just want to re-see it because make me feel something. Make me feel, you know, the love for the sport. Even though, it, you know, how they call it sports entertainment. But wrestling it was indeed a sport. You know, you know, one can make an argument it's not a sport. Well, it's a full contact sport. Thank you. Sport is in the title. Dude, even freaking on, on ESPN. What does that tell you? It's like, okay... Like, yeah. So really, that's why I'm like, yeah. I've this is the one thing that I've you know that I've grown accustomed to. I mean, I've like I said, I've been a wrestling fan for years, 24 years, going on 25 in 2023. You know, like I said, I've been a you know fan, you know, of it. You know, so really, just you know, like I said, I'm just. It's that passion that I have. It's that drive that I have. It's it's one of those deals where it's like, like yeah, I do take it seriously. You know, I do take, you know, wrestling seriously. You know, I just watch it. You know, like I like I said, when I take it seriously, it's because I'm studying. You know, I've studied. You know, like I I, I study more about wrestling than I do my own schoolwork. That's why I, you know. Because I know that that you know that's my passion. That's that's my thing. You know, collecting the action figures back then, just uh, buying the DVDs, uh, buying the you know the shirts and everything back then. You know, that was my passion. That was you know what I had back then. That's what I had in me. You know, back then because you know my dad was watching wrestling as well. You know, that's where I got it from. You know, people in my family too. You know. In the boxing, wrestling, MMA, you know, we're we're all up in that, you know. So, so with me, it's it's a it's a you know, I've grown accustomed, you know, I've grown accustomed to wrestling, you know, and that's what something that I wanted to do. But like I said, I can't do this now. But I still, you know, I still put on my headphones, you know, I still, you know, listen to that one song where I'm like, man, this is gonna be my entrance song, you know, uh, this is gonna be my theme, you know, and everything. But you know, it takes me back. You know, music is like a good time machine. You know, it just takes you back. You know, and I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be my theme song. Like, dude, if I was gonna be in an, like in a main event, like I want this to be the song you know like yeah you know so yeah i mean but as you can hear it in my voice you know you can hear it like yeah like i i really do have that that drive that passion you know for it and it kind of sucks that you know people are bashing AEW like oh it can't compete with w you know like i'm just watching because they're doing their own thing if they want to compete with wwe that's fine but what they're doing right now it's like dude this 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 is you know this is good you know to me it's good enough it's okay you know, I don't want to bash a you know AEW because, like, they're just trying to do their own thing. You know, if they want to compete with WWE, fine. But if they if they're just doing their own thing, then that's that's them. They're doing their own thing. But at the same time, like WWE, if they want to be TV fourteen, all I gotta say, <clears throat> go for it. Do what you gotta do. 
and for the wrestlers do what they want to do that's all that's all I got to say so in closing and my final thought is that if you do have a passion and if you do have a drive you know go for it of course there's a lot of people that are like yeah like you know when they say follow your dreams you know and I know it's kind of cliche and you know kind of on the nose for me to say you know follow your dreams but it's like you know what just do it I don't think it is too late even though you think it is too late but I don't think it is too late like I said I still have that drive to just go build my strength and just you know pile drive somebody you know because like that's what I want to do you know maybe that's my calling maybe I wanted to do that you know it's like hey you know what I know it's gonna hurt but it's gonna be a good hurt knowing that hey this is something I want to do this is something that I want to do you know like I said just go ahead and just go for it you know just do that you know don't be afraid to follow your dreams don't be afraid to chase your dreams you know do what motivates you do what inspires you you know don't be afraid okay and until then see everybody next time <laughs>